Oh, yeah. Don't go away. MASH will be right back. The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Anton. Oh, yeah. You know what to do. It is 1,000 episodes of the Five Count. Is that a real thing? Yeah. Man, who knew that we could keep this train rolling so long and so perfectly and so sexily? Man. I mean, there's probably, there's maybe two people on Earth that I can think of that might have thought that, but I don't know. And one of them is here tonight. Yes. It's me. It is you, 100% it's you. Ton was ready to throw in the towel probably week seven. You know, honestly, I very much uh, in the beginning said, five years, ended at five years, five years of the five count, great, sounds perfect, wrap it up, tie it up in a bow, good to go. And And now what? Here we are. Now we're pushing 20 years. Yeah, yes we are. No signs of slowing down. Man. Or improving. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it right now. It's the five count, 1,000 episodes. Holy guaca number two e. <laughs> a thousand episodes. That's a lot. It is uh, more than some. Yeah. I mean, yes. If that's not a ringing endorsement, it is more than some. <laughs> it definitely is, you know, and it's been pretty good. Ton, we've got all sorts of... Uh, well-wishers and messages and special guests and just a lot of fun stuff coming really? up tonight. A lot of fun stuff? Well, you know, like half a dozen fun things. All right. Maybe a couple nonsensical things. That's great. I need so much fun stuff in my life. It's really something. So, Ton, uh, it was June 12, 2004, when episode one of The Five Count aired on KMSU. Man. And tonight it's 1,000. That's crazy. So I thought what might be fun or stupid. Yeah. Or possibly both. Uh Uh-huh. We are going to play the exact same songs in the exact same order (laughs) tonight that we did all those years ago. Wow. In the summer of 2004. Wow. That's crazy. Well, I think it'll be very nostalgic for 
Well, probably no one, because I doubt you. anyone except for me <laughs> yeah. has heard that and will hear this. <laughs> it's very nostalgic for you, personally. The rest of you, you're just going to have to wait it out. That's great. Wow. Thought it'd be fun. To, That's exciting. Maybe you'll hear some of the songs and say to yourself, wow, you've had an awful taste in music for a long time. How much ween is on this program? Uh, one song. Okay. The very first song we ever played was, in fact, a ween song. Man. We okay. went years, honestly, though. Didn't we go years with playing a ween song, like, almost every show? It was a while. At least once a month, I know for sure. It was a long time. We played a lot of ween. Well, that's great. I'm excited. Thank you. We've got some five-column mailbag messages and comments and things, and we'll reminisce about some people who used to be on the show a long time ago, and maybe we'll hear from them. Yeah. Ton might say something that might upset you. Oh, that's a guarantee. It'll at least upset one person, I know for sure. Absolutely. Ton, I got something I want to play for you. All right. Some people may have heard this before. A lot of you maybe have not. And when I say a lot, I'm being presumptuous and thinking there are a lot of people just listening in general. Sure. But do you remember the guy who used to have our original time slot, Saturday nights at 11 p.m.? No. His name was Nate, or Nath. I think it was Nath. I assume it was short for Nathan. I never met the guy. That seems familiar now. But, but. he did a hip-hop show. Okay. And then I guess he was not very good or not very punctual or maybe a combination of the two. Okay. And then he just stopped showing up. <laughs> and I just happened to swoop in after another argument with former program director Nick Iverson about how come we can't play more ween during the day. Yeah, okay. And then I said, hey, I'm going to get my own show, jerkwad. <laughs> and then I did. Nice. But I have the only known recording of Nath. Oh, wow. The guy who used to do the show before we started. Okay. And I don't know if you met him because at the time you were doing a show called the Triple B Express. Yeah. But you never remember meeting a guy named Nath. Well, the Nath name sounds familiar to me, but I cannot remember the guy's face. That's weird. I must have remembered. I must have met the guy. Well, I'm going to play you this promo for the show that we eventually took over and turned into this very show. Yeah, let's hear it. I'm coming through, y'all, and sing to y'all, and bring a crew, y'all, and this is my show, I gotta let you know, how it's gonna go, I'm gonna let it flow, cause this is my show, uh-huh, uh-huh, this is Nate, y'all, stage on 89.7 in Maverick, every Saturday night at 11 p.m. as you get your mind right, stay tuned for some quality hip-hop and R&B music, every weekend, Saturday night, 11 p.m. until 12 a.m. in the morning. Hi, y'all. I'm out. Did you know y'all? Did you know y'all? What do you think about that? <laughs> I remember this to a T, and now I totally remember Nath and talking to him several times. I never yes, met the guy. I met the guy, yeah. Was he awesome? Uh, He didn't say much to me, honestly. Oh. I remember 
being my usual self back then, like, hey, man, what's up? Yeah, it's, you need some help or we're just getting out of here. It's cool. And he would just be like, yeah, man, it's all right. And he'd just put some stuff down and whatever. Did you slam the door in his face? No. Oh, no, wait, that was me. No. Yeah, I just did that to you. Yeah. No. So, I mean, he didn't see, I don't recall him being rude or anything weird like that. Nothing like, you know, it was just, I don't know. He was just, he went there, got down to business. But I don't, I also sort of remember. The quality hip hop and R&B music? Yeah, like he would just, um, okay, I, <laughs> There's there's some uh, people that are just not afraid to have total dead air for some reason. And for some reason, I remember that. Like, he would come in and be real, kind of like, uh, like lackadaisical, getting set up, and there'd be, like, some dead air, and I would be like, hey, you want to like just hit play quick or, you know, like do <laughs> something? And he would just kind of sit there and then get on the mic and then talk similarly to that, where it was like very. Nath? Yeah, I mean, I guess I give him credit for probably not giving a rip about what anybody thought about what he was saying on air or how he sounded or anything, but I don't know. Well, I guess he just stopped showing up altogether. So you have Nath and his non dedicatedness yeah to thank for us being here for 1000 episodes well he was probably partying hard man you know uh, it's something i was not doing at the time if, if his show was probably so successful that he took off or something or he you know maybe he went to another station or he just had so much partying from how sweet his show was i don't know that makes sense he was gone well ton we've got a lot of stuff to get to so we should probably get party in here yeah Let's hear, it is the 1,000th episode of The Five Count. Let's hear the very first song that we ever played on this show back in June of 2004. Awesome.
This is LeRoyce, and you're listening to The Five Count. Why are you listening to The Five Count? I have no idea. But you should cut that out because you, my friend, are being ridiculous. You dumb son of a bitch.
remember about Dick Hell? Remember? Son, I know what I'm doing. It's no worries here, man. This is episode 1000 of Five Count. Oh, yeah. I got it down to a fine wine and science. <laughs> nice. Well, that was some pretty awesome music. Well, that was the uh, first rock block that we ever played on the show. We're recreating it tonight. That's crazy. 1000 episodes. Got some well wishes. Some people called the Five Count Hotline. Let's hear them. Did you know we had a hotline, Ton? Oh, yeah. You, too, can call that five-count hotline. You can text the number if you feel so inclined. 507-519-2030, the five-count hotline. Hey, hey, hey. It's Nikki Strudelmeister Muffin Top. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, happy 1,000th episode. And coincidentally, I have a 1,000th birthday this weekend. Man. The universe is really lining up this weekend. Now I got another reason to celebrate. Oh, it should be a banger. Anyway, yeah, I just wanted to call and say good times. And uh, I'd like to do a shout out or a shout out, I don't know, to Billy Floyd shout. Hey, hey, buddy, how's it going? All right, talk to you later. Bye. Uh-huh. Did she say she had a 1,000th birthday? Yeah. Is she a mummy, or what does that mean? I think so, maybe. Nikki, you're the best-looking mummy I've ever seen. I didn't know. Way to just thought She probably takes that coll- collagen stuff everybody's talking about these days. The stuff that all the mummies take? Yeah, co- collagen peptides. That, uh, I see them ads for that stuff all the time. She probably just eats nothing but that, maybe. I don't know. Way to go, Nikki. What is it called? Co- collagen? Collagen peptides? I don't know. Oh. Look it up. One time I ran to the store for a quick relief from a bottle of KO peptate. Oh, yikes. But that's something completely different. Yeah, I think that's way different. This stuff is supposed to firm things up. That thing you're talking about does the opposite, I think. Oh, yeah. Hey, speaking of the aforementioned Billy Floyd shouts, we did get a message from him. Oh, wow. Congrats on 1,000 episodes. It may seem like a pain in the butt some weeks. But I promise you that the ones that do listen weekly appreciate all the work you put in to each and every one of those 1,000 episodes. Your dedication to providing us with entertaining programs and the Easter episodes is very appreciated. And Ton is okay, too. (laughs) Signed, Billy Floyd shouts. He had to twist his own arm to get that one out. It seemed sincere. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Billy Floyd Shouts. I think, honestly, um, it's fans like you who help us to keep going. That's the sweetest thing Ton could have ever said. Mm-hmm. I think it's true, though. Ton, I got a special treat. Do you remember that one time when we did the very first episode of the show before I knew you? And there was a guy on the show, and his name was Chuck? Yeah, man. Kinda. Um, we actually talked to him. I don't know if you remember that. I do. 
and I taped it so we could hear it. I love it. I love this idea. I was going to try to pretend that we were doing this all live, but I couldn't lie to you people. You decided against it. Not after a thousand episodes. Yeah, man. No, I don't. No secrets between us. I still don't necessarily remember Chuck. Like I don't. I can't picture his face or anything. But yeah, very cool. I have heard about him. Let's listen to it. Hello. Hi, is Chuck there, please? Yeah, just hold on a second, dude. Um, yes, yes, he is. Hey, could you get him for me? <laughs> yeah, he's busy making sandwiches. For the show or what? This is, we just need to talk to him. We don't need lunch or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, man? How are you? Chuck, how are you doing? Not too bad, Dusty. How are you? I'm really great. I'm here with my co-host, Ton. Hey, man. How are you? Oh, my. Re- not too bad. You're my replacement, huh? I guess so. I, yeah. I've been trying to think if I if we ever met each other or what, and I cannot recall. It's possible because I vaguely remember, vaguely remember something, but I don't know. I mean, I was pretty salty when Dusty fired me from the show. Oh, man. So is that really what happened? He fired you and then you just got pissed and never came back? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. Um, yeah. <laughs> No, Dusty was looking for something, a better co-host than me. <laughs> he needed it. I don't know if that's the case. Well, maybe that oh, is the case. No, wow. yeah, you, I think you're right now that I remember. It's quite possible. Somebody a little more invested in it, maybe. I know you were on the show a few times, and I think the, maybe the last time you were on, I gave your home address on over the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you wow. offered to make sandwiches for everyone. Wow. A- anyone who showed up. And then he didn't speak to me for another 19 years. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, right? No, I saw you when you came up here at the uh, arcade. Well, that was like five years ago. So we've seen each other once. Yeah. Once in 19 years. I I hear stories about you every once in a while from, uh, uh, there's a guy in the radio business, or he was, I don't know for sure, but my girlfriend's uh, family is, they they have some family in Mankato, and um, so they'd have the holiday party, and we'd go down for it. And then uh, this guy would tell me about you. He worked with you. He works with you over at the station, or did? I don't know. It's been a while. But he said he said you're actually a pretty decent guy, and I just I didn't feel like re- uh, correcting him. Yeah, are you sure he was? <laughs> this is me he was talking about. Yeah, yeah. He said you're a good guy. Really, really good at your job too. And, uh, and then I then I told him about your Backstreet Boys sheets, and uh, I think his opinion changed. Wow. All right. Well, first of all, those, <laughs> those were new kids on the block sheets. Let's yeah. get our facts straight here. Oh, that's too bad. That's too bad I had that mis- mixed up. People have been hearing that story for years. Well, Chuck, I want to let you know we're recording this for posterity and also for air. <laughs> I'm saying... All right, tell me what you don't want me to say. Oh, well, you've already said too much, but this is <laughs> the 1,000th episode of The Five Count. 1,000th? Yes, and uh, for the listeners out there who don't know, and I'm guessing that's all of them, you were on episode number one. For sure, for sure episode number one, yes. And I just, we wanted to ask your thoughts as to 
I guess your memories of that time getting that show, how awful you thought it was and how baffling you think it is that we're still doing it. Okay. So first of all, I didn't think it was awful. I remember, uh, it was your dream to have a radio show, to have a volunteer radio show. That's right. Yes. You were very excited about it and you wanted me on it and you convinced me to give up my, was it Friday or Saturday nights to, uh, to be in the booth with you. And, uh, and I was, I was quite surprised that, uh, you were so good. Um, because you were, you are such a quiet man. It's like the nicest guy, just super quiet. And then you get on the radio and your personality changed. And I was like, this is, I like this. I really like that side of you. Um, when you, uh, when you got on the radio and, uh, and I think I was just doing it for me. I was, I was doing it because you needed someone to do it. And, and well also, and you asked me, so I, I figured I could do it. And, uh, it was a, it was a pretty cool moment in my life. I think I still have the CD you gave me of the, of the early episodes. I don't, I haven't listened to it in a long time because I don't, I don't like the sound of my voice, but, uh, I meant to pull it out. I want I couldn't remember what my address was. So I was going to see if I, if, if, if I could hear it clearly. <laughs> so again, I, I feel like you're mistaking me for someone else because I recently listened to the first episode. And it was not, uh-huh. it was not good. And I was the reason it was not good. Oh man. You're looking, but you're looking back with that on hindsight, right? Like it, with having learned quite a bit, I would assume over a thousand episodes, correct? Well, see, no, I, I don't know if that's accurate right? either. We're not on the same page at all here. <laughs> well, I, think, I think if you go back and listen to the first episode, you'd understand we never were. Uh, yeah, but no, I think I thought it was actually, I, I thought it was pretty good. It was, it was fun. I mean, I remember, I remember we had a good time in the studio. Uh, I remember, I do remember one time I told the story about, uh, being in Walmart and seeing somebody eject things from their nose and we got an angry phone call for that story. Yeah. Were you there the night I gave the wrong Powerball numbers to that guy and he got super pissed? I do not know if I was there, but I do know I listened to I, I know I heard it, so I maybe I was there or maybe I listened to it. I mean. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Some of those early episodes, listening to me, and I think Ton will agree with this, I was very uh, like husky-sounding, more so than I am now, and very like almost Suicide Watch-esque. Oh, yeah. Like you, Really? You mentioned that it was a dream of mine, and it seems like that is accurate, but then when I listen to the show, it's like, you really sound depressed to even be alive. And Chuck, you saved you it. Finding, you were great. You were finding yourself. You already found yourself. Well, I was much older than you, too, remember? I mean, I was, what, I was probably 28, 29, and it, it took me a long time to even get to that far. Well, you were 29 at that time? That can't be accurate. How old are you now? Yeah, if you don't mind telling everyone, I'm I'm 49. No wonder yeah, you seem so. Yeah, do the math so, real quick. Well, wait. <laughs> no wonder you seem so worldly. I had no idea. Yeah. I it probably seemed worldly because I was enjoying myself all the time. So I looked to you as sort of a father figure, and now I understand why because you're the same age as my dad. <laughs> 
Right, exactly. See? It makes sense. Uh, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a father figure. You so, do know, like, I, you know, I, I'm sure you knew, like, I went back to school. Like, I had messed around for years and went back to school. So I was older when I first came, when I moved into the Highland Hills, um, whichever apartment that was. And uh, I don't know if I told you this story ever, but there was a girl, like, when I first got back into school, I didn't, I just took classes. So I was in a women's studies class. And there was a young freshman girl that would walk to class with me from the Highland Hills. And I thought she was so interested in me. She was telling me all these stories. And then she finally started talking about this guy she wanted to date and was asking for advice. And that's when I realized I was old. Oh, man. And that girl was me. Yeah, <laughs> you did look cute that day. Bummer. <laughs> <laughs> ponytail, that ponytail, Dusty. It's amazing. So how many shows exactly was it, Dust, before I showed up? like four you weren't on immediately when we met because yeah. you uh, were on a different show yeah and slammed a door in my face we mentioned that a few oh, times boy here we go i i actually remember that because dusty was actively looking for a replacement for me <laughs> and uh and you were the you were his pick he was he was all about you Tom. and um uh, i think he had a little man crush on you and uh he was trying to get you on, and I was, I was like, I was perfectly fine with it because I was like, I'm going to be leaving soon, and I would like to go out on these nights. And then you finally said yes for some reason. Well, I didn't officially say yes. I just sort of kept hanging around after the show that I was on previous, and then it just <laughs> sort of like lingered into me being there regularly to to be official yeah. there. Uh, yeah, but it worked out really well because you guys do have quite a following. So this is really interesting that you were the original co-host and now I'm the co-host. And then you said uh, you're you're dating some person named Britt. Uh, is it is it just Britt or is it show, or do you call her Britt because her name's Brittany? It, her name is Brittany. Okay, okay. Because I uh, have a wife whose name is Britt, and so for a second I was wondering if we were with the same person or something weird was going on there. But um, Oh, sounds, dear gosh, that could have like... been awkward, having, <laughs> having that come out on the radio. I, it would have been great for ratings. I would be fine <laughs> with it. That would have been some sort of weird revenge. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've been planning it for years. Yeah, you replaced Chuck on the show, so then Chuck replaced you with the, with your wife. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> how fitting. And she still and she still hadn't told you, and it's been going on all this time. Yeah, <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. So yeah. I uh, yeah. did you re, do you recall like listening to the show early shows even with me on it? Did you continue listening even though like you weren't on the show anymore? Uh, yeah, I did. I did for a little bit, and I would every once in a while, I would I would figure out how to get it up here, and I would I would listen. I I always enjoyed it. Um, some of some of Dusty's music is um, suspect, but other <laughs> than that, yeah, I mean, I, I I feel like I remember you had a more positive influence on him. Yeah, it's really interesting when you when we listen back on some of those, um, and it's funny to hear your assessment. Of that situation also, because <laughs> I even remember it the way Dusty kind of remembers it. I'm, but number one, um, a really weird thing happens over the years, which is our voices have both 
changed significantly, but we don't really notice it unless we listen to those those early episodes. And uh, well, oh, Chuck was yeah. he was a grown man when we started this show. Yeah. That's why. So he sounds the same. I was still a boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were. I had dropped. I had dropped. <laughs> oh yeah, but Dusty was definitely like a very down on himself kind of character for a long time and it i mean he even it even trickles into now where it's like uh but it's different it's now more about the show where he'll definitely at every chance he gets make sure that he makes mention how no one absolutely no one listens to this show which is probably very untrue it's because chuck broke my heart yeah (laughs) and at that time i was a complete I was the complete opposite personality. I was like off the wall confidence. Hey, yeah, well, all right. Like freak out kind of personality almost the way I look at it now compared to who I am now. But uh, so, yeah, it was kind of a weird dynamic, I think. Yeah. But I mean, like, like I said, Dusty was finding himself. Like he was, uh, he was growing and, um, I, was a I, I really, boy. I really did. No, I really believe it. I, I believe Dusty was finding himself, and the radio was what he wanted to do. So he, I, I would assume, and this is just me guessing, Dusty. But like you were in the middle of, uh, like you were getting what you wanted um, as far as being on the radio and doing, do, like finding your dream. But you just weren't sure of yourself at the time. You knew, you knew your format. You knew what you wanted. And, uh, but you hadn't, but you weren't confident in it yet. And now, now, I mean, you look at him, I mean, he's on the radio, uh, multiple different radios now. Right. And, um, showing, showing everyone what he's got. I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of him. Oh yeah. Oh man. Accomplished young man over here. Wish my own dad would have said things like that to me over the years. Things might've turned out different. You got your your fake dad that's saying it. (laughs) oh yeah that's good that's awesome well we appreciate this stroll down memory lane i just wanted to get your sense as to how proud or sad you are that we're still doing this show almost 20 years later i know i'm proud i mean it's it it takes some dedication and it's something something you guys are enjoying i mean i think everybody should be doing something that they enjoy right whether whether or not it's successful and I, I mean, I don't have the numbers in front of me, how you guys are doing, but I would assume you're, you're pretty successful if they've allowed you to uh, occupy space or time on the, on the radio. Correct. Oh, we're outstanding. <laughs> yeah. There you go. See? And, uh, cause I, I'm assuming you're not still students anymore. Are you? I don't think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> so that, that means you really step things up. And uh, and you're you're well wanted. Oh, I gotta close that the, the computer screen. I I was reading some sort of nice, uh, you know, something about people who uh, defied the odds. You know, in their own mind, I read those things all the time, like that ranker and stuff like that. And uh, there was an ad that was flashing in front of me. Um, <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah. Have you meant anything that you've said here tonight, or have you just been reading it off a website? No, no, no. I, I just read what other people, uh, that's all I do. I parrot what other people say. Um, well, the and sentiment's after, still after you nice. congratulate me, I'll, I'll thank some deities and everything. And, um, I mean, that's the reason, that's the reason I'm here. 
Wow. Amen. Well, that's awesome. It's been good hearing from you. It's nice to have you on the show. It's if we've never met before, it's been great meeting you and, you know, say good night to my wife for me. Yeah, 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 definitely. I'll, I'll tuck her in and she'll be ready for you. <laughs> wow, I feel bad saying that. <laughs> But well, yeah, you guys are yeah, you guys are welcome to come up and do the show from my basement if you ever want to. Now, when when you say come up, where is that exactly? Because I'd like to give you a new address out over the air. Yeah, Minneapolis. Uh, I'm not going to give that. I'm not going to give that out because I I feel like I could get in trouble nowadays. Back at back when we were younger and running around crazy. Um, it was no big deal. I would have probably, if somebody had come over, I would have probably invited them, invited them in. I would have, I would have mixed Yeah. I would have mixed up some Hawaiian punch and tequila for them. It would have been a nice night. Well, you were the only one of age, so that might've caused some more issues, but yeah, probably true. Um, well, if they were of age, if they showed proper ID, I would have. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us on our blast to the past. Yeah, no problem. Anytime you need anything, you feel free to call me, reach out, or whatever. I mean, maybe we should talk more often, Dusty. You mean more than once every fifteen years? Yeah, we should. We should start it up. It should be better than a high school reunion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll I'll let you know next time I come down to Mankato. I feel like I've I've tried to let you know a couple of times when I've come down. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a thing you did, but I appreciate you saying In that to yourself so you feel better. <laughs> yeah, in my head I did. I've come down and done some photos down there a couple of times, so um photos like what and, glamour shots or what? Well, yeah, I mean I just I like to have a selfie stick and just go places and take photos of myself. I they uh, they don't sell, but I still put them out there. <laughs> All right, well, we'll put your website up in case anyone wants to buy pictures of you. We'll pass that info along <laughs> to the listeners. I'd appreciate it. I mean, I, I'm, I'd, I'd really like to get this side hustle going. <laughs> now that you're uh, an old man, I guess we'll let you get to bed, but thanks for joining us. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Like I said, anytime you guys need anything, feel free to call me. All right. Thank you, Chuck. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys. It's nice to, nice to meet you, Ton and, uh, and Dusty, you know, hearing your sweet voice. It made my night. This was made my night. Oh, uh. Tearing up just Wonderful. like the old days. It's been great being you too, man. Have a good one. All right. Have a great night, guys. See ya. Bye bye. All right. Bye. Oh, man. Wasn't that nice? It was nice. That was uh, Chuck. He was ton before there was a ton. I'm still not sure if he's also with my wife or what's going on there, but I know he's in my heart. Yeah. He is. He was on the show because he was my neighbor, and we hung out together. And then we worked on the news crew at KMSU, the Southern Minnesota News Project. And I said, hey, I got a show. Want to be on that show? And he was on the show. What's really funny to me uh, that I thought about afterwards is how he he kind of mentioned like not wanting to do the show anymore because he was in his 20s or whatever, or or was it his thirties? I didn't realize he was my dad's age at the time. Yeah, he was. Well, he was wanted his Saturdays because he was like, he felt like he was younger and wanted his Saturdays at that time. So he kind of didn't want to do the show anymore. And then I was thinking, that's fair. We were in our twenties and we 
wasted them all, all the years. Just for those listening now and don't realize, we had probably a solid 15-year run of, like, every Saturday night we were at the station. At least. 15 years. And now, the sad fact is that on Saturdays, when this show airs, I think I'm probably in bed sleeping before it ends. Yeah. So. Yeah, now we're older and have children, and we're not it, still not interested in taking advantage of our Saturday nights. It's crazy. Well, I'm just glad that we've provided the soundtrack for other people's Saturday nights. Or at least like the seven minutes to and from wherever they're going in the car, maybe. Yeah, man. I got another message here. Sent to the five count hotline from Brian Reby of Brian Reby Drives Electric, the YouTube sensation. I love that guy. Yeah, he is really the best. He sent you a message. Congratulations on a thousand episodes, guys. It's a five count miracle. Like Mrs. Kittner hoping for the best as young Alex heads back to the sea, even though he's started to prune. I'm hoping for all the best in your next thousand shows as you navigate the shark infested waters of great radio. Wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> I got, uh, that's, uh, I gotta be honest. I have no idea what the hell you were even talking about. <laughs> but thank you so much. Yeah, at least the production level sounded top-notch. You should have your own show. I mean, on the radio. Yeah. You already obviously have mastered and conquered YouTube. Yes, he has. You should consider moving on to other mediums. Man. Does he do his YouTube on uh, as a podcast? Maybe he already does that. No, I told him he should do that, but he said his, his face was his uh, bread and butter. Okay. That's his moneymaker. Yeah. There's a reason this is an audio-only show. Yeah. We're very, very ugly people. Very ugly. <laughs> so oh, man. Trust us. It's for the best. Well, thanks, Brian. That was great. We should have him back on the show sometime. I don't know how we're going to do a thousands more, but we'll try. It's only another about 20 years. To do 1,000 more. Yeah. We could swing that. How old will you be? 78? That's no problem. Something like that. No, I'll be younger than that. Oh, sorry. 73 years young. I got another message here. Sent to the five count hotline. Hey, Ton. Guess most recent Antonio Banderas movie I saw. Expendables 3. (laughs) Forgot to tell you. My boss and his son went to Ringo Starr concert at Mystic Lake Casino a few weeks ago. We have the new Exorcist movie. Did you see the old one? Yes, we're getting the Taylor Swift movie concert. Happy Uno Grand Five Count. This has been too much news you can use. I am Johnny O Soft Shell Taco Badass. Hey oh <laughs> Wow, dude, he's really breaking out of his shell there. I, his taco shell. Yeah, John and New Alm. Thank you, you so much. There. What a guy. I had no idea that a Taylor Swift concert was even going to theaters, but I guess uh, I'm happy for you guys. Um, What was the other thing he said about... Have you seen The Exorcist? The new one, I have not. Um, 
You haven't seen the old one either. Oh, I've seen the old one many times. Too scared. I've seen it many times, and uh, that it's. I'm just. You I've, hid under the bed and cried for your mama many times. Oh, dude, that movie definitely was like the scariest movie on earth to me. I did see it as a young child, and it uh, it scarred me heavily. I was scared of that movie the most of any. I think because at the beginning they talk about like there's it just has text on screen, but there's like something about how it it like oh this is based on true events that happened to a young boy in like Africa or something. But that of course stuck in my head of like you could have been that yeah, young boy. Holy number two, I could still be the young boy, the young boy from Africa. Yeah, and it and was his name was Todd. It was crazy. I was so scared of it. Um. But anyway, I've watched it many times over the years since then. And uh, so the thing is, since I find that film to be a scary type film, any modern stuff, it just doesn't hit me in the same way. It's like stuff that people usually recommend to me and say, this is a creepy movie. I watch it and I'm like, this movie is terrible. This is not a good movie. And so I'm afraid to watch the new Exorcist. Not really afraid as in afraid. I'm I'm like, I feel like I'll watch it and thinking, okay, this could be good and it'll creep me out and maybe I'll get them scary feelings again and what a fun time that'll be. And it'll actually be total garbage. And I'll be like, I wasted two hours of my life on that. Oh. Ton, if you want to waste an hour of your life on the scaries... You should go back and listen to episode one yeah. of the five counts. Yes. Scare the hell out of you. Man. Hey, did you know we're playing all the same songs in the same order tonight as we did on that very first show? That's awesome. Maybe we should uh, play the next rock block. Yeah, what do you got lined up? Uh, this is a song by the musical combo Primus. Yes.
This is Dylan, you're listening to The Five Count, so don't sass. Hey! 
Hey, this is Jeff Belter, roommate of the host of The Five Count. Take it from me. He sucks, and so does the show. Jones and Euclidea. Jones and Euclidea. Don Wilmies.
back. Oh, yeah. We're back, ton. Episode 1000 of The Five Count. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And for the last 999 nights. It's been great. It's probably been my entire life's work. And I have nothing else to show for it. Well, at least you got something. It's more than some people. I guess you're right. You always know the right thing to say. <laughs> no, I don't. But <laughs> Ton, do you remember before we started this show, there was a show on KMSU called The Curfew? Yeah, man. And it was on Friday nights. 100%. One and of the greatest shows ever. I would hang out and bother the people that were on that show before we started this show. We actually got a chance to speak with the man who used to host that show, The Curfew. Yes. His name is Dylan. Dylan Schultz. Awesome guy. Um, let's hear that reminiscing right now, shall we? Let's do it. Hello? Hi, is Dylan there, please? Oh, this is he. And uh, who am I speaking to? This is Dustin Wilmes from Mankato, Minnesota. <laughs> and is Justin there as well? I'm totally here. Awesome. Well, thanks for uh, doing it a little on the early side, um, you know, since I have um, an early bedtime out here. Oh, by the way, uh, it's Ton. Don't use his government name on the air. You can use whatever you I, want. I wasn't sure if it was the other way around. It's fine. I was actually going to te- text and ask because I feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm misremembering this, but there was a point where, you know, you wanted to be called Justin, but maybe I'm wrong. Oh, no, I think I've I think I've mentioned before that when I talk to people like outside of like if I meet new people, I never mention that I'm known as Ton on air or whatever. I always say my name. <laughs> that would that would actually be really great if you did though. Yeah, hey, I'm Ton. <laughs> like every every time you met someone for the first time, that's what you led with. <laughs> I'm Ton of the Five Count. Yeah. In slip. fact, I'm going to do that out here. If that's, slip, right. that's totally fine with me. Yeah, I don't know if it'll get you I'm anywhere, done. but you know, go ahead. All right, all right. Well, it's so great to hear from you guys. It was so nice to get the text the other day. Well, here's I'll set the scene for you, Dylan. Okay. Of uh, yes. New York. <laughs> yeah. This is the 1,000th episode of the Five Count. That is so incredible. So we thought and, we would. Uh, congratulations! Yeah, oh, thank you so much. We wanted to call and talk to you about the early days of this program, considering <laughs> yeah. that it was basically—I'll uh, just call it a rehash of the show that you were already doing at KMSU before we started this show. Uh, well, I wouldn't—I wouldn't say that. You guys, I love you. Have had your own voice from the start, and I loved your music themes too. When you had music theme nights, so. That was stuff that Mark, Matt Marcus and I never really uh, had the discipline for. <laughs> well, I can say that from Dusty's point of view, he he, I think he desperately wanted it to be a rehash of the curfew, <laughs> but we couldn't oh, pull man. it off. It exceeded that very fast. Oh, I don't think so. The curfew is like a gem. It's like this beautiful gem that existed, and <laughs> I wish it still did. You know what's funny is when I meet people and they're like, if you could do anything, what would you do? I'm totally like talk radio. Yes. <laughs> I'm not kidding either. Like, and people, well, I mean, not to be, yeah, people kind of laugh at that, but it's like, no, it would be, I mean, those nights when those kids would call in from out in the country or 
when we brought people on from the mall, Andy Thompson and I, he was braver than I was. But yes, uh, it was some fun stuff. So how long you started that the curfew in when, 2001, two? Well, actually, I did not start it. Matt Marcus did. He got the time slot from Gully, and then he asked if I wanted to be on. But it would, yeah, that's, I guess it would have been 2001, 2002. Okay, because I think yeah, I, I must have started coming on the show around 2002-ish, I think. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you were there right away, but... um as far as I'm, I'm concerned, you you've always been there. You know what I mean? Oh, on on the show or or in your heart? <laughs> Both. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I guess that would have been right. But yeah, you know, it got a little weird towards the end because I literally would just go in by myself and talk talk to myself for an hour. But um, overall, yeah, it was uh, quite a wild ride. But well, but I feel like the five count is is. Uh, I mean, all those interviews you've been doing and uh, everything that you've got going on has far exceeded that. Yeah, I don't know, because any interviews or any whatever we've done, I always feel like those early days where we would just go up there and jerk around, basically. (laughs) That's what I miss. Those were the best days. Yeah, yeah, what what was it when we would turn the lights off and then the phone light would go on? I feel like we had all kinds of slang terms back then, but yeah, we definitely... It was definitely loose, which was great. And I forgot about that, that we would always try to get people from the dorms to call in, yeah. and they never would. Yeah. I don't know uh, how actively you listened beyond or whatever. I mean, I know you did a lot of different things and whatever, but uh, we tried to carry on that thing even into like more I, recent years. It. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It makes It warms my heart. It's it's and all I'm sure for you wherever guys. Dan because that was a Dan Dollism. He yeah. was the one who would just say it over and over again, and or if there was a lull, he would say it, and it just cracked me up every time. So I got to tell you this: um, even so, back then, I mean, I was a completely different personality back then, and probably I I don't know if I would ever admitted to it or or said it to your guys's face or anything. But um, I really admired you guys on the curfew and really thought that show was, like, awesome. And I'll tell you why. It's because even, like, okay. what you said of you, like, going up there and just talking to yourself, nobody <laughs> understands, like, that's really difficult to just do that and, and actually be entertaining. And well, I, I don't – I'm not sure I was entertaining. That's the thing. That's dude, debatable. I listen to those shows. I've listened to you for, like, yeah. over an hour just talking to yourself and cracked up. Like, it's hilarious. Or, like, there's a while where you guys were just, like, reading reading stuff. And I remember yep, it being hilarious. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, whatever was whatever was in the studio then became a prop and a prompt because, you know, half the time we didn't know what we were going to do. But, yeah, it was just so fun to have all that freedom, too. I don't know how much of it would have been. It's one of those, like, don't ask for permission, just ask for forgiveness type yeah. situations. But, um, yeah, it was always a blast. I don't know if either of you remember this, but there was this rash of incidents like at Walmart and at a gas station where there were these abductions, but they were like fake abductions or something. Do you remember this? Kind of. Yeah. So I was doing the show by myself one night and um, I was reading the story because I thought it was so wild. And then someone called in and said they were friends with one of the kids who was faking the abduction. (laughs) And then someone else called in and it was one of their moms. (laughs) 
And even I was like, I, I think at one point I said, this is amazing. And then I was like, too bad no one's listening. I think I even said that on the air because I was like, I, I even kept saying like, should you even be telling me this? But it was just, it was a blast. And I think that's what I love about it um, is that anything could happen. And sometimes the large majority of the time, nothing would happen, but sometimes something would happen. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. But I appreciate all the kind words, but as far as I'm concerned, I, that was just a, a fun community, you know, you two and uh, here there be dragons and, you know, the true punks and everyone. And, you know, it, it was like almost like a little sitcom up there. You know what I mean? It really kind of was. I've always worried that you felt a little hurt that we didn't carry on the curfew. Cause I know at one point you offered it to us and we didn't think we could handle two different shows. So you gave it to some, Oh yeah. Somebody's, I don't know who, and they were really awful and gully canceled them. And you have to be really awful for gully oh. to cancel you. And then it was swallowed yeah, well, up. What by, they do? I don't know. They Too were just call, bad. Call to action. But then your show oh, was, they, was swallowed up by death metal. And then that was it. And it died. Oh, man. I can't even remember when that change happened. And I wonder who got it. Who got it initially that got canceled. That That's a fun thought. Because, yes, I mean, I mean I'd mean, i be so insulted if my show got canceled after listening to the show I was replacing. You know what I mean? Like, we, yeah, we definitely didn't put any work into it. So, um, but I, I forget all of that. But I like... I like the idea of it just being, you know, a block of death metal now. I feel like somehow that's appropriate. <laughs> do you that's think, awesome. Do you think maybe the format for this show should change to that? Death metal? Yeah. No. Well, I mean, I mean, I bet you could put a really good, like, theme playlist together, but not entirely. Unless oh. maybe you guys, actually, I have it. If you guys did one episode where it was like, what you would normally do, but instead of talking, you do the scream voice. <laughs> yeah. So maybe, I don't know who's comfortable with what, but you know how in some death metal, they have the person that does the higher scream and then the one that does the really low scream. <laughs> and yes. it's no, no, no judgment against you, you know, ton, but I think Dustin might have the low one. Oh Yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah. But, but, and then maybe you could even like rehearse your questions so you could ask them at the same time and really have this haunting effect. Wow. This is quite an idea. So I think. <laughs> so there you go. If you're asking for format yes. change suggestions. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> yep. We'll keep the show exactly the same, but we'll do it in the death metal voices and we'll never explain why we change. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. Oh man. Uh, at least just one episode. Like if there's like I mean there must be like a national death metal day or something, right? Or it seems you just like to find like a special day where it, it really makes sense or someone's like Dio's birthday or something. <laughs> Have you noticed that there is a national day for like everything now all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah, exactly. People yep. say that um, stuff to me and I'm like, what are you even saying? What do you mean national whatever, like Daisy Day or something? Like what is happening? Yeah. Daisy Day. Yeah, there was a there was a donut day, there was a hot dog day. I don't I just there's a coffee day, which, you know, great, but I think it kind of dilutes it, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're just like we're gonna have um uh you know, 
paper towel day. Yeah, exactly. Potato day. <laughs> I mean, actually, I would celebrate potatoes. All right. I guess um, they're they're really important staple food. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like everything. What's the strangest one y'all have heard? Uh, we celebrate stupid dumb idiot day. <laughs> <laughs> What day of the year is that? It's happening right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Perfect. Well, I, I'm happy to be celebrating with you. Well, we're really happy to, to have you on. I wanted to mention this yeah. also. You talked about how, um, you know, how far we've come or whatever, like doing interviews and, and uh, you know, the, the format yeah. has changed and we've got a lot of different things, uh, you know, that are incorporated in the program now. But um, just to pull back the curtain a bit, in all honesty, again, I think um, really Dusty started having these talks with me about um, like like it started with having bed music and then like we need some more segments, you know, so like the yeah. five count mailbag and like adding these things in the 10 years and five count history. I, in my opinion, all those things were because we were trying to continue on yeah like be dylan for all these years and we ran out of steam and then we had to we had to put these like make up other stuff <laughs> to, to rely no on way. I, I, really. I feel like I, I feel like you're not taking credit for your ideas i would never have had the gumption to do any of that and as soon as i saw you interviewed little pete i was like that's the next level you know <laughs> wow. you've transcended <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yes yeah but no i i love listening to the interviews and uh so okay speaking of pulling back the curtain do you just like email folks i feel like it must be getting to the point where they're getting in contact with you some of them do but uh a lot of it is still man sending they're, out. they're coming to you you'd be surprised how, how much time goes into this program considering we don't make any money <laughs> no i i Honestly, that's something that I, I probably frustrated you with in the past is that this is definitely professional quality work. And I would love it if y'all could, you know, have that be your sole income, you know? Well, I wouldn't sell yourself short. I mean, like, guess what I'm chewing? That was a professional. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I actually heard someone do that bit on a sports talk radio station, a, a, like months, actually years later. And I almost called in and I was like, what am I doing? There's no way they're going to believe me. And it's the weirdest <laughs> thing to say, like to accuse someone of stealing a bit from a free form college radio show. I don't Dude. know, but, uh, it's probably but yeah, real. yeah, that was, and that was also Matt Marcus. I have to, you know, he was the brainchild of that. And I can't remember if he said he was going to do it or if he just did it, which is also, again, part of the fun is that like, we never really had, in fact, I played a prank on him once when I was not there. Did you hear about this? I don't think Sorry so. to go into story time, but, um, he was on with some of his friends in studio. I was back in my hometown with some friends listening in a car and we had one of our mutual friends call in after one of his friends said something untoward on the air and uh, was threatening to uh, contact the FCC. And Matt got so downtrodden. And I thought he would figure out it was a prank, but he just like got really sullen and he goes, well, I guess we'll play this one last song then. <laughs> 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 and then we call. Then I took the phone, and yeah, 
I don't know. I've never really played a prank like that before, but it worked very well. So long short, we didn't really always tell each other what we intended to do either. Well, I think the best part, we had a similar thing where we had such bad time slots that we could just do things that would get you thrown off of any decently run station, but nobody knew we were doing it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Well, and I mean, you guys did the live on air performances, like the music stuff that I, I was impressed by that. I don't know how you got it to sound as good as you did. You just got to run the boards while you're playing at the same time Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) on live radio. It's like, uh, (laughs) octopus or something yeah we were talking yeah, about that yeah even super recently. easy it was i ridiculous. remember having wasn't there times when like it was like the b studio you had to run the board in there or something or yep i can't remember but there was some weird scenario where it turned into a joke in and of itself just having to figure out how to use the equipment 100 percent. yeah there were times when we had all four studios being used just to record the show yeah oh i love that though see that's what i mean when you say you put a lot of work in you mean it and i respect that because yeah you have everything you know um recorded and and uh, organized and uh it's really cool because then you can pull stuff out of the vault and uh sometimes those are my favorite ones the early shows i really enjoy so we don't want to keep you because i know you mentioned you have to get up early (laughs) but um yeah did, did you think at the time that 20 years later, we would still be up here keeping uh, time slots from college kids? I actually see it as a progression, and I thought, I I was hoping that you would. I was hoping that you would, and I believed you would, and I think it's a testament to your uh, dedication to the craft. And it keeps getting better, too, and you keep trying different things. So, I mean, keep going. <laughs> I, I, I would love it if it just uh, went on indefinitely so the nice thing about radio waves not to get you know weird but you know the radio waves keep going off into space they're one of those things that just keep going and going so the more you do it the more likely aliens will hear your human voices first (laughs) yeah man so i i think that's how i would like to answer that question (laughs) yeah well thank you so much i don't know where we go from there but no but i seriously mean it and honestly it meant the world that you hit me up yesterday and it's so great hearing you too ton um but yeah it's a absolute pleasure it was so much fun then and i'm glad that i can continue to hear what you're doing now well thanks for all the sweet words there dylan it's been great talking. yeah you you too i wasn't expecting all the compliments i was hoping to get a little more guff but i uh i'll take it now do you mind that we've decided to do this weekly (laughs) actually actually i would be i would love to be uh more involved moving forward if there's room for me i'm sure we can write in a spot for you all right but yeah i'd love that and uh this was an absolute blast so thank you so much maybe we'll see you in person someday yeah when are you coming out to brooklyn um next week (laughs) all right i'll be here I'll, i'll give you i'll text you my address All right, thank you. And if you're in the dorms, you can just give us a call. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, you two have a lovely evening. All right, you too, man. Thanks so much. See ya. Yep, bye. Hey, we're back now. Wasn't that wonderful? Yes. I love talking to Dylan. Just hits you right in the old feelies. It's, it really, it somehow does for some reason, even though I wasn't even super close to him, but 
as you could tell from our conversation there, I still like remember him and those guys and that show very fondly. Like that thing, I remember just in spare time listening to that show. And wishing you were on that show instead of this one? I mean, not exactly, but I remember listening to it even while we were doing the five count. Like, I think you had some of them recorded or something. And I remember listening to some and just being like, dude, this is funny. Like, this is good. Like, how do we get to this? Do you think we've gotten there yet? We're still working on it? I don't know. I mean, I would agree with Dylan that there's uh, we've gotten to some other place that's still pretty good, but it's different than the curfew. I think the curfew, I don't I don't know. I don't think you can actually plan or work towards being that type of good. Where do you think we worked up to and got to like uh, maybe, I don't know, 10 years ago? I don't know. Well, I do. <laughs> because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five count history. Duh. <laughs> Duh. Uh, this was October 12th, 2013. Which was episode number 478. Wow. If you're doing the math out there. Uh, we did play Striper right off the bat. I want you to know that. <laughs> uh, it says here, Ton, that we were hanging out with the manager of Gary's Pizza in Mankato. Yeah. I think this was the night that we started the Five Count Pizza Special. Yes. Which I don't know if that's a thing anymore. I'm sure it's not. Uh, Gary's has since stopped talking to us, but it was fun while it lasted. It really was. We played some spooky Halloween tunes. And we played the aforementioned Striper. That's pretty much all you need to know. We also doubled back again, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was 10 years ago. That was really a time when the Gary's Pizza guy, Slick, would come on the show. He'd bring us free pizzas, and we made up the five-count pizza special. And it was the best time of my life. It was really... I mean, right now is it the best time cool. of my life. I got to be honest. It was awesome getting free pizzas. I don't know. A lot of people took advantage of that, I think. The five-count pizza special. It was a good deal. It really was. If you're out there listening, we'd still like to uh, be your friend and receive your pizzas and other Italian delights. <laughs> Italian delights. But in the meantime, Ton, you got a job to do. Yeah. Hey, we got a message sent to the five count uh, hotline. Really? You want to hear that? From who? Uh, Jerry. Jerry S. All right. It's the 1,000th episode, so we just called in to say hello. Oh, hello. This is Jerry. I'm in Rochester. I'm going to keep it quick. Uh, I listened to that Anthrax stuff. I mean, let's just admit, uh, the uh, Anthrax singer, he is not right for that band. Everyone knows it. That's why he got kicked out twice, because his voice does not match the music at all. And now I just read recently he, tri- he wants to gig for, uh, for the new Journey singer because he's, he's already in that Journey tribute band. His voice would be better for Journey. He is not right for Anthrax at all. That's, that's been the problem with that band ever since they started. That's why they've never been able to reach that top because that voice of his is just 
when he starts singing, it's like, oh, you just can't take it. But I, you know, I want to talk, talk smack about him or nothing, but he's just not right for that band. And the only reason they took him back is because they had no success with the other singer. So they're like, well, if we take this other guy back, at least we can, you know, whatever. But yeah, is that's just, I mean, I, I say bring Taco. I mean, the, the fact that you landed Taco, that's what I'm talking about. We need more Taco. I mean, that interview was unbelievable. I need more Taco. That's all it. Nope. Must have <laughs> fell down or something. <laughs> Listen, Jerry, I need more Taco, too, all right? I'm with you, pal. Also, uh, Jerry, I want you to know that I looked back at some old... Uh, pictures just recently of my daughter like at least three maybe four years ago um, when I, I made her this very special Halloween costume I made a 3D giant Lightning McQueen that she could wear she wanted to go as Lightning McQueen for Halloween and I found this photo of when I was painting the thing and it was on my desk and in the background I was watching Beyond the Gray Sky. So, if that does anything for you, Jerry, that means I've been watching your YouTube channel for at least three or four years. Wow. Solid. I could be your number one fan. Done. We've got one more message here before we get to our last musical break. Sent to the Five Count Mailbag. Dear Five Count. I don't think you should call your 1,000th episode the 1,000th episode. You should call it the 1K episode, like we do in the computer business. Happy 1K! A fan for the last 0.15K episodes or so. A rough estimate. T-Tony Tone. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, T-Tony Tone. Love that guy. That does make some sense. 1K. What a guy. Ton. It is the 1,000th episode, 1K of the five count, and we're playing all the songs in the same order that we did on episode number one. And we're going to get to our final rock block here. Are you ready? I am so ready. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I can't see why you
aisle, I'm listening to the five count because it's fruity. Crack that whip, strap me Ball strain, airway 
completely drowned in its own skin. like a cowboy song or some kind of, you know, wagon train or sagebrush, saddlebag, uh, fry pan, skillet neck, uh, firewood, uh, covered wagon, engine trap. Hey, how about engine trap? How about dry gully? Cactus arms. Right, let's get it up to about a 7.16. Yeah, that's it. Everybody, put your hands together. That's right. Yeah, come on, let's go dance. <laughs> come on, everybody. Yeah, let's dance. Come on, everybody. Let's
Tenders, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Macho Man Randy Savage, and I'm telling you all to snap into the five count. Oh, yeah. Okay, good day. This is our Christmas part of the album, and you can play this at your Christmas parties uh, or to yourself on Christmas Eve if there's nothing else to do. Good day, eh? Yeah. In case you thought, like, I wasn't on this part. Oh, I guarantee you, you'd be on. Okay, so good day. This is the Christmas part, and we're going to tell you what to get uh, your true love for Christmas. Look out the window. Where? What are you doing? Snow. What? Oh, it's a great white north, and it's snowing because it's Christmas time. Hey, Hoser. What? Uh, here's a quiz. Quiz for Duck. Okay, I have my thinking toque on. Yeah, right. What are the 12 days of Christmas? Just um, figure it out, right? Christmas is when? Uh, the 25th. Right, and what's the 24th? Christmas Eve, right? So that's, that's two. two. And then what's after that? Uh... Boxing uh, wrestling day. day. No, get boxing out. day. Yeah, yeah. That's three. I know. Then w- what's after that? Nothing. New Year's. Four. And what's New Year's Eve? Five. Okay. Where do you get twelve? Uh, there's two Saturdays and Sundays in there. That's four. That's nine. And three other days, which I believe are the mystery days. Oh. Okay. Now this is our Christmas song. In case you don't know what to get somebody for Christmas. There's lots of ideas in here, so listen and don't get stuck. Okay. By the way, that's me on the organ. Oh, Jesus. You start. Okay. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a beer. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two turtlenecks and a beer. Okay. On the third day of gave to me three French toast, two turtlenecks, and a beer. Okay, that should be more there, right? Where? Uh, well, fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four pounds of back bacon, three French toast, two turtlenecks, and a beer in a tree. Oh, yeah. More. The fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five golden toques. Four pounds of back bacon, three French toast, two turtlenecks, and a beer in a tree. Okay, on the sixth, two golden Christmas, my true love gave to me six packs of two for five golden toots. Four pounds of back bacon, three French toast, two turtlenecks, and a beer in a tree. Okay, on the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Seven packs of smoke and get over six packs of two five golden toots. Four pounds of bag made three French toes, two turtlenecks, and a beer in a tree. This should just be the two days of Christmas. It's too hard for us. Um, 
Christmas ton. Oh yeah. Welcome back to the show. It's been so great. Those were all the songs we played on the very first episode of the Five Count back in June of 2004. It seems so crazy. Tonight, 1000th episode. God bless you. I don't know why. I mean, it's a we're I mean a weird conundrum now where 2004 a conundrum. Yeah, it seems not that long ago, but also super long ago at the same time. Oh, yeah. It's weird. Well, I hate to see it go, but it's going to have to go because we're done. The 1,000th show. Show's over. Show's over with. Uh, next week, we'll have episode 1,001. There we go. I will say, if you would like to hear the very first episode and the very first 100-plus episodes... You could join us on Patreon, where all our classic episodes reside. It's great. It's pretty good. We also have a lot of other bonus content and early access to this show, in case you don't want to stay up late on a Saturday. Or do whatever, I don't know. Yeah. You could also go to thefivecount.com. That's a fun thing. You could go to justinkleinart.com. I think. Maybe. Unless he's going to kill the site. No, I think it got broken, though. I don't really want to kill it, but that means i got to rebuild it. Broken like Tun's heart. Yes, that's severely broken. We're on YouTube. Did you know that? Yeah, man. We have a show, The Five Count Co-op, where we never play cooperatively, but it is in the title. We could, we could start... Could try now it. that we're more mature. Yeah, we could try it, but typically we just play really old video games terribly and yell at each other a lot, just like we have for the past one thousand episodes. It's still entertaining, though. I think. I want to say a big thanks to uh, Chuck Corpy, Dylan Schultz, 
all the people who called and left us messages. Yes. And a big thanks to Ton. Well, thank you, Dust. And God bless us, everyone. Thanks, all you listeners. We'll see you on 1001. And thank you, true punks. We'll see you next week. Ho, 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 ho.